Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune in to Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-
Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the young baby, three-year-old child that lost his life out there in in Chicago. Sad, to, sad, very sad. Uh, and so many lives over the weekend. Uh, Miss Natasha, did you hear about that? Did you read about that three-year-old? No, I didn't get to read about that. You get well. We have this young three-year-old that was actually in the car with his father, and it looked like that they were firing weapons at him, but they hit the baby, and the baby lost his life. Uh, the father ran to the hospital with them, and the child died uh, while at the hospital. And so, um, yes, yeah, so that was hard, that was heartbreaking for me uh, to see uh, this young child in the line of fire. Uh, just innocent uh, lives being lost across this nation. And, and we just, we got to do something about how, how this is happening, how this is going on. But that's one of the things that we'll, we'll talk about tonight. But we wanted to kick off uh, starting with the fact that uh, here in Tyler, Texas, is school board night. And I had decided that I, I would not attend that for the simple reason that uh, – that the name change actually is not was not on the agenda, even though people would probably be uh, have the opportunity to speak on it, but no discussion from the board members uh, would uh, would take place. So since no discussion from the board members, then I decided that I would not. But I understand that people are protesting out. Uh, I'm here. Out. Is, is that right? Did you stop by? Yeah, I'm here now. Oh, you're there. Oh, okay. Yes. Can you can are you are you Facebook living? I did. I Facebook live. I had a couple couple views already, a couple shares. So okay. we're, we're you, down you have here. To sh- good, good. So do you have a large number? That's I thank you for that. So you can report for us. So are there a lot of people in the parking lot? There was. There was a lot of people earlier. People are starting to go home after they meet. Um, there's a lot of people speaking. From what I heard with uh, Julie, I think Julie Goble. Oh, Julie Goble spoke? She spoke? Yes. She went okay. to go and speak. She said there was only okay. three so far from the other side that is requesting oh. the name to be saved. Okay. There's more of us to change the mm-hmm. name. So let me ask you this. Did they have people spaced out? Did they limit the number of people that could come inside of the building? Yes, they're calling, I think, something like 10, uh, 10 apiece. 10 at a ten time. Apiece. That can be. Yeah, okay, 10, 10, 10 from each time. side. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. So they're, they're practicing the social distancing. Did you have people wearing masks or not? Wearing, not yes, so a much. lot of people yeah. today are wearing masks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. Because you know, you know, our cases are rising in Texas uh, for COVID nineteen, and and so I want to, uh, I want to say to you guys that uh, sadly that a friend of mine out there in Florida, uh, she was only forty nine years of age, died of COVID yesterday morning, nah. one oh, oh, one uh. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, tragically, she is the uh, sister. Of uh, of my minister's wife, and so um, my daughter went to college with them, and so it's just it's just really sad. It, this COVID has touched a lot of people that I know up close and personal, and so that's why I push that people have to be safe, they have to be careful. Uh, we have to we have to do all the things. We know that that businesses are slowly trying to open back 
up. And we know that uh, I think Abbott is now taking us to phase two, and we can talk a little bit about that uh, tonight, uh, about how um, how we're to govern ourselves on this phase two and what that means exactly and so forth and so on. So what anything else that you want to say? Go ahead. Okay, let me tell you something about that COVID right quick. I went to the uh, poor people. I went to one of the poor people campaign programs this okay. weekend, and I was talking with a guy yeah. and his wife, and, and so and he was telling me that he had did a lot of research. He, he was explaining to me why he wasn't wearing his mask. You know why he wasn't wearing his mask. So he was telling me about you know he did his research. Da, da, da. He said you know that mask really doing more damage than you know it's helping. And so what I told him was I said well, you know what I said uh, anytime my oppressor tell me not to wear a mask. You better wear. You know, uh, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. I think you need to think about that. You know, if if if, if he tells you don't wear a mask, he's not trying to help you. <laughs> okay. Not trying to help you. Now, now so much can you tell me? Can you tell me? Yes. Now, can you please tell me uh, what his research was supposed to have been, uh, Mr. Arthur? Please. Well, <laughs> you know, just the same old internet stuff. That you know, for the people that, again, again, for those folks that, you know, especially those right-wing people, you know, basically putting that stuff out there. You know, the ones that have politicized the the uh, disease epidemic, those people. Exactly. So he's been reading their stuff. And so basically I'm I just see. saying, you know, and, and, and like I just explained, I, I, say, I say, look, I'm not judging you. You know, everybody do what they want to do. I exactly. said, but I'm not going to listen to my oppressor. And, and I left him with this word, which I told I, I, I you about before, one of my axioms. Uh, truth without context is just another lie. There you go. There you go. Well, let me just tell you this. I'm a, I'm a 45-year retired. Well, I worked in the medical profession for over 45 years. And I spent my life wearing a mask when I was in ICU, working ICU, running ICU. And let me tell you what, if I didn't have a mask to protect myself from some of the uh, infectious diseases that came into You'd my be, hospital, I probably wouldn't be here be with you talking to have this. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I don't know where now. people get off with this. That a mask does more damage than whoa, good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, 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 I don't blame him. The leadership on this issue from Abbott that's, to the president on down has been so poor. It's been so poor. That's I mean, true. I'm not blaming the people for it. You know, right. you know they don't. You know, they, you know they just say the heck with whatever it is because because even the government they tell you to do, they tell you don't. You know, Trump telling you don't do it. So you know, so you got a lot of that going on. So I don't blame the people. That's, that's, you know, I blame absolutely. the leadership. Uh, well, uh, yeah. okay, all right, I, I'll accept a little bit of that, but I'm going to take care of me. I don't care what any leader exactly. says. I'm going to I'm going to be the leader of me, right? Right, Miss Natasha? Are you going to be the leader of yourself and within, your children? Within city, well, we're in Dallas County. You got to put that mask on now. Well, yeah, yeah you do. All right. yeah, My yeah, son was wearing his mask today. My son was Who out was there with me today. Very good, very good. So, so tough. Yeah. And we're going to come back to that in a minute. We're going to talk a little bit more about that a little bit maybe later on in the show. I want you to brief us a little bit more on what you saw and what you heard and what you found out out there at uh, the Tyler Independent School Board meeting tonight, Miss Natasha. Can you give us a little report? Yeah, so far, I mean, like I said, it's a great turnout. I'm proud of unity. Like, there is so many like I say, everybody is a different race. Everybody is out there. Everybody's supportive. I've seen a lot more 
different faces today as well. Um, Great. from the inner t- you know, from the town in Tyler, North Tyler and stuff. So we're drawing in more people with change, you know, and this is something that, yeah. that uh, they said they don't want their students. That we don't want our child playing for Robert E. Lee. If you guys don't want to change the name, then students are, are you, you guys the students are going to play. You know, and sports is really Well, I, I saw this young lady. And I think she was a basketball player for Robert E. Lee. And so she refused to wear the jersey. Uh, If they didn't change the name, she refused to wear the jersey. And then they decided that their their talent is not appreciated. And I'm not sure that they're even going to play the sports. Is that what you came away with? That's what I came away with. Uh, There were some parents saying that their um, children are not going to play sports as well. Right. Interesting. Look at NY, NY, you know, they're, as we speak, they're disassembling, they're taking down the big, big Robert E. Lee statue here in Dallas, going to downtown. We've been in legal uh, uh, court uh, court with them, but uh, now we've been cleared to go ahead. So now they're they're disassembling. We now took some pictures today. I'll post it tonight on, on, on the internet, but they're taking the big Robert down here in Dallas. So, wow. so uh, you know, now we got Fair wow. Park. We still got Fair Park. We still, we still got Fair Park, State Fair, Texas. A lot of racist stuff out there. We're going to go get that but right now. Uh, so that's two big Robert E. Lee's we've got down out of Dallas so far. Wow. Wow. Now, can you say a wow. change is coming? I think a change is here. I think it's already here. Oh, there you here. go. I think it's already here. <laughs> I think it's already here. And so we, we just need to get, get ready because I, uh, people like Miss Natasha and others are not going not gonna to stop. I was talking early on about the fact that I believe that these our young folks are going to carry this thing all the way until the real change uh, takes place. That because of the fact that we all witnessed Right, we all witnessed the murder of Mr. Floyd. We've never witnessed anything like this in our lives, right, Mr. Arthur? You can say well, that. I, and I'm well in our lives. Well in our lives, yeah. In our in our lives, we we didn't see but, that. But, 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 but our ancestors, our ancestors did. That's that's exactly correct. But because we were able to witness these things on on national and international television that was overwhelming it really was well so, every generation every generation have their time so you know true. uh you know this is this is this is this generation time they're going to be living longer than we are so i'm supporting them uh and like i told and like i told the white folks that they called me up when they say why don't you talk to them i said i did they say they don't want they said they don't want to do what we did. We believed y'all that y'all would act, you give us access to the program, and you didn't do it. So I can't tell them to go for that. You know, now nah, y'all need to uh, create your own reality right now, because otherwise, you know what I mean. Y'all be subject to another fifty years of the, uh, you know, of the dogging. So you know, don't take, keep fighting. You know, we right here for y'all. We we, we supporting y'all. The NAACP and organizations like that. You know, we here That's to right. make the deal. You know, and so we're going to make sure that what you all are talking about gets articulated. 
uh, you know, when it comes to policy and so forth and so on. So that's what that's about. So so we're all working together is the main thing I'm saying. Right. Well, I, we, I just uh, I just got a message. Uh, Miss, Miss Yolanda is on with us tonight, and so she can give us a little bit more of an update on the young lady that said that she was not. She's actually not from this country, I don't believe. She sounded like she was not. Uh, let's see, Miss Yolanda, are you there? Miss Yolanda, press one, and then you can give us an update on this young lady from Tyler Independent School District who says that she refused to wear the jersey and as well as the possibility of not even participating. I think she's a cross-country runner. Is that right, Miss yes. Yolanda? Yes, I'm here. Okay, yes. okay go right ahead. She's a track runner. Okay. Miss McKellis? Yes, can I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, I can. She's a cross-country track runner. And she refused okay. to wear her jersey if the name is not changed. Wow. Amen. So, uh, yeah. So she's Ms. a sophomore. She's a sophomore at, uh, is it at Robert E. Lee? Yes. Or John Tyler? Robert E. Lee. Okay. Robert E. Lee. Okay. And she, where is she from? She's, she's, uh, I'm not, she's an, from Guyana, I believe, right? Yes. I think yes. I don't think she, because yes. I detected that uh, voice, the voice part, her dialect, and yes. decided that she was not uh, from this country. I don't know how long she's been here, but uh, but she immigrated, migrated from uh, Guyana, I believe. So, Miss yes. Natasha, do you have anything else that that you can tell us that may have taken place inside? Did you hear any more? Were you able to ever get oh, inside it- yourself? No, I didn't go inside. We're chanting. Okay. We're chanting outside. We're all outside. Okay. Okay. Very, very good. And uh, so, can you tell me then what what all do you want to see happen uh, from from our protesting? Because we know that that the name change. We know that that wants to take place. What else is it that you would like to see? Happen because let me just uh, brief by saying that there are some people that are calling uh, and saying that they're having difficulties in their workplaces, uh, that they have a right to protest. You get to testify to that, okay? That they're having, and then they're uh, they're talking to various and sundry people about what they're experiencing on their workplace. And I believe, uh, Mr. Arthur and Ms. Yolanda and Ms. Natasha, that, that it's our constitutional right to protest if we so desire, and it should not interfere with our workplace, I believe. Isn't that correct? Is that right, Ms. Arthur? Well, you know, th- th- uh, theoretically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Theoretically, yeah, theoretically, but we know, yeah, but we know yeah. that by theory, that it's not, it's not that way. That people are, are being harassed on their in the workplace because of the fact that they're out protesting. Uh, Miss Natasha, what are some of the other things? What are some of the things that you want uh, to see happen uh, from your protesting? I want to see a lot of change, you know, especially here and where I live, where I'm calling home here in Tyler. I want to see a lot of change, you know, Uh, equal opportunities for everyone, you know, not just of of color, but we have the brown, also women, you know. Yes. And I'm out here protesting. You see me at the meetings. You see me at the meetings. I'm here. 
I, I was told last time to get some more knowledge, you know, to, to research. I'm researching right. more, you know, yeah, I'm right. doing, I'm part of peaceful protests, but yeah. even at my workplace now, I'm being told that, you know, I'm getting demoted on, you know, I got demoted on Friday. No grounds. What are you guys demoting me for? There's nothing, you know. Uh, when the other person that works at the same office as me is doing, you know, didn't, what, it was a white woman. I work for an all-white company here in White House, Texas. They're watching okay. me on Facebook promoting, you know, promoting this, Black Lives Matter. Well, they don't have no grounds to mess with me at nothing. I didn't give them a reason to mess with me. Now I'm being messed with. You know, wow. now you guys are messing with my money. Nobody would meet with me. There's no policy book. Where's my policy book so I can see what, what am I doing, you know? Nothing. They wouldn't give it to me. Mr. Arthur, any so. comments in regards to that? You're the, you're the authority in the NAACP and a legal redress. What are your thoughts in regards to the way that Ms. Natasha is being treated? Well, any comments well, that you can give to her? Well, first of all, I'm just glad that she's been uh, that she's she's educating herself, and that's the main yes. thing is that she continues yes. to educate herself as she go forward. Now, as far as the treatment, folks ain't gonna treat you right when you're fighting for what we fight for. It's a fight. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys just go in with your armor on and ready for the battle. So, uh, you know, that's what it's gonna be. So, so you can run into some, uh, you know, less resistance as you you know keep it up. But basically, you know, y'all doing the right thing. Uh, just uh, know your rights, maintain your rights, just stay focused. Yeah, I got stay everything. Focused. Everything is being documented. I was ta- I talked to a criminal lawyer, a criminal, a racist, uh, racial discrimination lawyer in Dallas, Texas. You know, I had to have it in writing that I feel like this is racial. So I sent it to all management because management did not want to speak to me today. They would not talk to me today. So... They, and, and then they sent me a message through a coworker on Facebook said, hey, the owner said for you to have a meeting with him tomorrow at 1015. That's how they gave me my meeting. Through a coworker wow. who does not, why, is she, why does she know what's going on? You know, I didn't tell her. So is, have, is you ever heard of, have you ever heard of such as that? What kind of company is this? That that the administration, those in leadership, is going to send her a message from by another coworker, somebody that's on her level. What kind of professional operation oh, is that? Un, she's under me too. She's not even on my level. At she's work. under. <laughs> she's under you. Wow. Yes. That's interesting. What do you have to say about that one, Mr. Arthur? Wait, yeah, Mr. Arthur, I, I, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I, I tell you, I'm overtaken with that one. I've talked to managers from Las Vegas, previous managers. I've talked to, um, you know, even managers here, big names. Never have they seen that. That's un. I haven't um, confidentiality. I've heard of, right? Wow. Yeah. I know. That's amazing. So I have to show up tomorrow, and uh, it is, to me, it's racial. You know, a woman that's in the same level as me overslept, overslept, turned off her phone, didn't even come to work. Guess who had to do her work? I did. 
Did I complain? Okay. No. Okay. She's not. She's still at work. We had a lobby full of customers. She's cussing out management. The management wasn't there at the time, but she was yelling, cussing out management. She was not demoted, never demoted. Mind you, like I said, I'm the only black woman that works in this office. I don't get into well, it. Uh, I've never uh, argued with anybody. Uh, what kind of business is it? It's a trash. It's waste what management. Kind of waste okay. management okay. there in Texas. Texas. Well, look, uh, 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 okay, well, do you feel like do you feel like you're in a hostile work environment? No, it's not hostile. Is it hostile? Is it, is it, is it hostile or is it just rude? I mean, I mean, what is it? How, how do you describe the atmosphere? Let me see. We got a high turnover rate. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I mean, to me, it's... No, no, I mean in relation to you, in relation to you working there. How do you, what, what, what kind of vibe oh, in relation is it for you? working there? It's for you. I mean, I... It's for you. Towards me. Nobody talks to me. <laughs> Nobody talks to Interesting. me. Interesting. Interesting. Do you feel any hostility? Do you feel any hostility? My co-workers... The, it's a team where dispatchers, there's three of us. I take over north, uh-huh. one takes over south, and then you have the one that does both in between. And they're constantly leaving throughout the day, constantly leaving throughout the day. And I, and I, you know, I felt neglected, felt out of place, you know, because then you have the customer service reps on the other side that, you know, they have their team. And it's like, hey, we're a group. We're a part. You guys don't ask me if I want to go anywhere, you know. And, you know, I would like to be involved in some stuff. I'm here. I'm here. I'm your teammate. That's what we have a group for, right. to communicate and get to know each other. Oh, well, I'm not going to ask everybody, and she owed me money. That's why I went to go and do this for her. Okay. But I'm here, too. You know, involve involve me. You know, I, I'm, I'm a loving person, so I want to I wanna get around. I want to know everybody. But not your job is not your friend, you know. So I took that. That's the lesson that I got from that that day. Ever since then, it's been something different, something different, you know. Then I was, well, I had a miscarriage at work. I was told to be at work and still stay at work. Wow. They never, yeah. And the reason, and then when I told them about that, about about me talking to them about, hey, you guys, you know, involve me in on something, I was told I was being crazy. My hormones were jumping around. And I have that in writing in our Skype. Oh message. wait, 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 wait! Hold up, hold up. Let's back. So you saw what? You saw what? No, you, no, you nobody what talked about that. Yeah. I know no one talked about your hormones. That isn't oh, yeah. much of a picture. My hormones. I was being erratic. I wasn't in the right frame of mind because I was also talking about driving all the way to Memphis to take care of, you know, situation. So, so they could talk to me at the time because I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I'm child. But I, you know, I'm sad. Yes, my, I'm sad. I'm, you know, I'm at my job. Nobody wants to, you know, you guys don't want to talk to me. You guys don't want to associate with me. If you guys need me to do something here, Natasha, here's some extra work. Can you do it? Yeah, sure, no problem. Is that, let me ask you again. Do you feel like it's, do you think it's a work, a hostile work environment? Or what, what do you feel about the environment? I didn't quite hear you on that. To me, I mean, I can see, I don't want, because hostile just sounds like just such a bad word, you know? 
hostile to me just sounds like such a bad word. I see the differences that they well, do. Well, no, no, no. Okay, now, we'll, we'll forget about the hostile word. Just use your word. What kind of word would you use? Hmm. They treat me wrong. There you go. And if I could, oh, if I could curse, oh. I mean, I would curse. They treat me wrong. <laughs> R- wrong based on okay. based on what social issues or, or actual or actual policy My- issues. Social issues or policy issues. Because, I mean, both of them issues, right? You know, so right, right. That's where the hot style. But you can tell everything is racial. Maybe I hate to say, but that's called Baby, hey, Tay, but that's called a hostile work environment. <laughs> well, then there you go. That just made me hostile. I mean, I know you don't want to call it that. I know you don't want to call it that because it's your job, but that's what that is. You know. Well, I'm, I'm working for a Anytime you come to your job, you feel otherized and that type of thing. You don't, you know, you don't feel, you know, that, you know, so forth and so on. And, and you see the differences in how everybody else is being treated versus you. It's called yes, hostile. I, I see it. I see it. And, and it's not, it's not right. I've been quiet. I've been quiet. That's why I said I haven't had any write-ups. I haven't gave you guys a reason to even sit here and even try to demote me. You know, and now all of a sudden it's something, you know. See, because Miss Natasha, actually, actually, the reason why that Mr. Arthur continues to use the word hostile, uh, because hostile just means it's an unfriend, it's unfriendly. Uh, mm-hmm. They're antagonizing you, right? Uh, because they they're antagonizing you because they they've now demoted you they've placed you out of your your position that you were in and then they have demoted you to a position uh, beneath the position that you had that's that's hostile they're antagonizing you and that's yeah. after you mm-hmm. did the extra work that's after you did the extra work right yeah right. Right. Yeah, it's always and, and, and then so, they are po- so, so they're that's, opposing that's you. That's all hostile. That's hostile. Yeah, they're opposing her. Right. That's right. hostile. That's that's the true Webster dictionary uh, uh, definition. It, it's just an, in, an unfriendly environment. Okay, well, let me tell place what, for you to oh, work in. Okay, well, let me just tell. Oh, 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 let me just get some things you can do. You can do them if you want to. If you don't, you know, you don't. Stuff gonna stay like it is. But go to your go go get your uh, company manual. Go look at oh, the manual. She already asked for that. Uh, she already they, asked for that. They told me on Friday. Yeah. They told they, me they I asked for it on Friday. They never gave it to me. I asked for it now, um, today. No, 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 no. It should be online. No, no, it, it should be online, baby. It should be online. Go go online and pull it up. It should be it's online. A small company. I, I didn't. I was looking on there. I didn't see it on there. No, 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 no. Every company in America, if you're a legitimate company, you have to have a employee handbook. Every company has. Oh, they one. have one. They have one. She Everyone they ever have has one. one. So, 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 she, so, okay. What you do is, what you do is, call HR, call HR, call HR, and okay, well, okay, well, go they are a company, Miss Arthur. Very small company. Yeah, but they they do have a policy and procedure book. Uh, even small companies have, have to have one. They have one. Yeah, I mean you have to have they one. Have you have one. to have one. All the so managers that I have online. I asked oh, all oh, oh, the managers. Okay, tell us then. One at a time. Request one at a time. So we can hear each other. Oh, okay, request one in writing. That's what I'm saying to do. Request a, a handbook in writing. Don't add. Don't add mm-hmm. verbally. 
request for it in writing. And then if they don't Should give be. you one, oh yeah, then, I see what you're saying. Then you know, that's the issue. Then that's the issue. That, that, that's the issue one right there because they're against uh, public policy. They, you have they have to have one. Mm-hmm. And if they hide it from you and don't want you to see it, then that's number two. That's two right there. They got one and they hide it from you. Yes, they said the mm-hmm. owner then, had it. And then you add out now. They, and then, well, well, you know, per the government, like uh, because you know, as a business owner, I'm telling you, as a business owner who 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 has ran a business, the laws you have to go by. Every company has to have a, a, a policy and procedure, man. When they hire you, they're required to give it to you at that point. So right. if they didn't give it to you, then that's number three. They didn't give it to you. No, I got one. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they gave her, they gave her one when she first went to work there, and she just can't put her hands on it right now. So that's why she asked oh, okay. for another one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, we, well, we well, got well, well, to know that full story. Got to know that full story. Well, yeah. well, have you checked online? Have you checked online yet to see if it's online? Because most 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 folks have theirs online on their company yeah, website. The only whatever. thing, the only thing that we have online is the policy of for the customers. As far as their, what kind of trash we pick up, what if you don't have your trash can outside, that's the policy that we have. I've asked all the managers, all, I went from CSR to hiring managers and to the other office managers, they said they don't have it. My manager that hired me said she only has a cell The owner is the one that has it, and he has blocked in his office, and he's not there, and they would not meet okay. with me. Okay, did you ask so him, have, oh, 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 okay, okay, but did you do all this in writing or did you do it verbally? No, this was all verbally, so I have okay, to Okay, well, verbal, oh, 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 hear what I'm saying, baby. Verbal don't count. Okay. It's just like you ain't doing nothing. But, and, and, and this you got to understand, well, let me just say this. Not in writing. This. When, she, when she went to work. These all, uh-huh. This is just something that just happened within the 24 hours. So now she knows the direction that she needs mm-hmm. to go into now. But this is something mm-hmm. that just happened. It's you know. It's, okay. So, and then the then the well, then boss, to, uh, to, the, boss, uh, the manager, uh, 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 manager was not the manager was not there today for her to talk to after she found out that they had demoted uh, her owner. when she got the okay, well, uh, the uh, owner the uh, owner. Uh, the okay. owner. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, but, yeah, but what I'm telling her is this, though. Who's she talking to? She should write it down first before she talks to him. But she knows, she shouldn't but she go knows in to do start... that now. Yeah. Okay, but oh, but yeah, if you yeah, go, yeah, but, yeah. but Mr. Arthur, if you go in and then somebody tells you that you got a different job, so it's not like that you went prepared knowing that you went there and you were told that. So now she knows no, 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 she, no, left no. And, she left and came home today after they told her that because they told her that she the owner was not there and she didn't get a chance to speak with the, the owner or anyone. So she left home okay. and she clocked out and came home today. This all happened today. Okay, and all I'm saying uh, and, and all I'm saying is that she should yeah, 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 and all I'm saying is that she should sit down and write down everything that has happened up to yeah. this point. We, we told her she that have she hasn't Yes, she has it documented in her little file, her little handy book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about that this morning, and so uh, she's going to be prepared when she go back to talk to the owner right, tomorrow. Right, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. okay. Okay, well, you're the type. Yeah. She got a type. That's good. That's good. It's all because I like stuff. the type. She she studies hard. She's smart. She's, she's a, a smart young lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a smart yeah, young lady. Yeah, yeah, right. She really is. So now let's hear from Miss Yolanda. She has an episode that she wanted to give to us that happened to her uh, over a few days ago when uh, 
Miss Yolanda, go ahead with your story. Do I need to press one? No, what? We can hear you still. You're already pre- okay. you're already in. Okay. Good afternoon. I would like to say that I got out of the hospital on last Wednesday, and I had a couple of pro- it was a, three things that that was a problem. Number one, I was falsely accused of saying of saying something about someone that it was stated as a HIPAA law. However, what I was stating was something about on TV, and this this other patient said that I said something about someone she knew, and I told her I'm not from here. I don't know who you're talking about, and furthermore, I can say what I want to say about somebody on TV. Okay. The charge nurse came. The charge nurse of the of the uh, floor came to myself and another young lady. We were the only African American there, and she came to us. Uh, it's a HIPAA law to y'all be saying anything about any anyone. We were like, clearly, what, what in the world, what? I'm, right. <laughs> what? I couldn't breathe for a minute. And secondly, if you're a patient, if you become a patient the first the first day, you they let you stay. You don't have to do anything. They'll bring your breakfast to you. Secondly, um, I had been there nine days, and she had been there five days, and they did not bring my breakfast to me two times, twice. But on but on the other hand, they had a girl that they kept bringing her breakfast. So what's the difference between her and my and myself? We didn't get no breakfast, but I didn't get no breakfast for two days because they didn't bring it back. And then they kept saying, oh, uh, they're not going to do it. Well, why do they keep doing it for for a white young lady? Why? And then thirdly, I asked for my medical records. They said, oh, it's going to take two days or three days. And I demanded my medical record before I left, and I still don't have a medical record. And then the charge nurse, she, they, did not, they did not, I reported it to the um to the higher authority, the patient advocate patient people, and have not heard from any anyone. My mother's called. I called, and also when I when they saw me with a pen and paper, go to the board of uh, the the bill the board that has bill of rights and the neglect and abuse. They started trying mm-hmm. to talk to me. It's nothing to talk about. You know what you have done. What you said is there. It's been spoken. And they still have not done anything, have not heard from anyone. And that was, and, but the choice nurse, she did not even let us put our input in it. It was all because the white lady, she, what she said was true. It was falsely true. If it happened two or three days ago, why was it not spoken then? Mm. And it was all, it was okay. all uh, about a TV show. It was all about a TV show. So did you explain to them that you were talking about a television show and not about a patient that was in the yeah, hospital? She and I, yes, she and I, we both did. And we were cut and off. Then, we were cut off. Go to, yes, okay. be quiet. I don't want to hear it anymore. And not only okay. that, yet today, she, the nurse, choice nurse still has not apologized. She looks stupid okay. if I call the border license on her, really. And I'm intent to do it. I just got home today, and I got all of my documents. I wrote all the People that I, the patient advocate uh, person, I wrote him. What I wrote, I have a copy for myself. And so okay. I don't know where to go, but I do know racism does exist. I was a patient, a patient. Right. And that's mm-hmm. ridiculous to me. I never, I was just down, I was just down for it because it don't make no sense. I'll, because you have, you ha- I'm a patient and you're supposed to be my, you're supposed to be charging over 
uh, the whole floor, and you and you go to one side, and I listen to the other side. It's two of us, and, and one of her, and all because right. she was had delusion in her mind. It that's all. It was all in her mind, and we've been. We've well, it been looks like that. Jeopardized. Looks like that. You, right. Looks like that. You have everything all laid out as to what you want to do. You've doc, You have your documentation, and you have yeah. the patient advocate person. And if you feel that you need to check with the uh, state board, then that's that's what you should do. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do. But I still that's can't get. Can. You can't talk to the patient advocate person at all. He's never. He never in. And I still don't have my medical record because I'm. Not, I she she works on seven seven p seven a. And so I know I have a first name. But I don't have a last name. So I was trying to get mm-hmm. my medical record, and I still haven't gotten them. Oh, it's not ready yet, right. or this and that and the other. Yeah. Well. Unfortunately, you didn't get that before you left the hospital because that's the best time. I, I did to, to actually. Oh, you do have the medical records. I, no, no, I signed yeah, the paper to get my medical record. They say you had to sign a, a form, right. consent form to get your medical record. I still don't have it. You they did. won't give it to me. You did. Yeah. Right, and that's what I'm saying. That the best time to get your medical records is before you actually leave out of a hospital because it becomes even more difficult to get it once you're discharged from the hospital. Well, but okay. I'm telling you, I asked for them before right. I, I left. Oh, I my uncle and I. I. I do understand that. I do. Yeah, I, I get okay. that. And then, yeah, okay. I get it. Okay. All right, guys. Let's <laughs> see where <laughs> where are we going from here. I did pick up. I did pick up on channel 19. I think, Miss Yolanda, I just read that you were trying to find what was going on with uh, with the school board. And it was, you could pick it up, I don't know if you're near, but you could pick it up on Channel 19, which is the educational uh, program, the educational channel for Tyler Independent School District. It's now going off. So, oh, it, now, suddenly, now, Miss Natasha, I don't know if you're still there or not, but it's saying that it's technical difficulties at the station. And so they've now suddenly cut it off, and we're not able to see it right now. Are you still there? In the parking oh, no, lot. No, no. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm gone. Okay, you've, you've left now. Oh, okay. So maybe the, the meeting is about over. I, it's almost nine o'clock, so it's probably about over. Would you say by now? Should it so should we'll, be? Should yeah. So we'll wait to the ten o'clock news and 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 see what happens uh, from that point on. But uh, thank you for bringing us up to date on uh, on what is going on there. So. A couple of things that I, I'd like to see us talk about uh, tonight, there, there's so many things uh, that continue to plague our nation. And one thing that, Mr. Arthur, I'm not sure if you saw this or not, but, but there was, did you see the article about lawyers of color, a, a black female and a black male that was out protesting? Are you familiar with this story? Uh, Miss Natasha, and uh, and so they got yeah, they got forty five years. Now I didn't think that that they they're facing forty five years for vandalism. I understand it was a uh, old police car that had already been vandalized, and uh, and they uh, oh, yeah. they set it on fire, I believe. And uh, yeah, I remember seeing the story. I remember seeing the story, but I never, but, but I never heard the follow up. So what happened at the end? I mean, I I, I have oh, seen okay. it more, but I, I saw the initial charges, and, I, and my right. initial reaction was, 
Now that that I mean, really, y'all attorneys. I mean, it just, the story just don't sound right to me, just from just from what they're saying. So I'm just you know, so I, and I haven't heard any back up on it. So what's the problem? I was a little surprised that these two attorneys uh, decided to set this vehicle on fire. Uh, they they actually was they bonded out, okay, and they bonded out at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And then now this is for vandalism. Keep in mind what the charges are, right? Vandalism. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then they went home, and then these judges uh, came together and decided that they were going to make a, a well example out of them. I guess I don't know. Yeah. But then they were able to throw them back in jail, and so now they're still sitting in jail on on charges of vandalism. And they wow. said that they were at they were at a risk. They were high risk of of fleeing the. I don't know where they're supposed to go. Fleeing mm. the country because I I think that the female now the the black male is from this country, but the uh, I but I believe the young lady she's a Muslim woman, and I believe that she may be from another country. I think, but. Anyways, they're Harvard graduates, one Yale, one Harvard uh, grad, uh, very uh, accomplished attorneys. Uh, so there, there it is. They sitting in jail, and they were out protesting the fatal shooting of uh, Miss Brianna uh, Taylor. Okay. So. What are you? What are your thoughts? I just sent the article to you uh, about these two Ivy League educated uh, human rights. To, I'm, I'm still I, I'm, trying I'm to figure out. I'm flabbergasted. I'm still trying to figure out. Did they? Did they? Did 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 they actually do it? Or are they saying that they? Well, they, it didn't. They it did, did not it? say. It did not say whether they didn't say one way or the other. They've gotten uh, hundreds of uh, law students and professors from NYU. Uh, 850 of them wrote a letter and signed it and sent up to the judge. Uh, then more from uh, from the schools that they attended, uh, 650 signatures from uh, Fordham Law School. I mean, people are just protesting this thing left and right. But now uh, we know a lot of people that have done things uh, law-wise a lot worse than this, right? And they've been able to bond out. So they were asking, oh, can they just have on uh, one of those things on their the ankle bracelets and, uh, mm-hmm. and just go home until time for trial? But no, mm-hmm. they, have them sitting in, they have them sitting in jail. Well, I don't know how they pleaded. I don't know what happened. I really they don't know. What that, that, I haven't no heard they, I don't heard they no. I've heard they side of it. Yeah, there's been, there's been no plea, and and this article said any said nothing about whether they said they did it or not. It said they were out protesting uh, the Breonna Taylor's uh, case, uh, and uh, and this is and, and that supposedly there was a, a condemned old uh, police car that was already vandalized and condemned, and they set it on fire. 
Well, it's just hard for me. Well, again, like I say, I'm trying to digest. Again, it's got, it's not, well, I, I really don't have much to say about it because, because I have to digest the, the two mm-hmm. uh, high high potential people like that do something like that. So I'm just trying yeah, to still trying to, I and guess. I haven't heard them say nothing. So I really, I, you know, I hate to speculate. No. Hey, good. They had, they and, the, and I haven't heard the article didn't say anything that yeah, says that they were yeah. activists. Yeah, I have heard. Lawyers are just people are just alarmed, alarmed by this. Yeah, so you know, because and and as you know, in America, you know, we've heard we've had a lot of stuff that was slam dunk and wasn't slam dunk. Uh, You know, you hear one thing. It says the two were charged with attempting to burn an unoccupied, already damaged New York City Police Department vehicle. Nobody was injured in the incident. Did you see it, Miss Miss um, Natasha? No, but you just read it, and you, you said they attempted to burn. So that means they didn't that's, do it. They were going to. Well, that's how it, that's how the article reads. It says the two were charged with mm-hmm. attempting to burn. Attempting to do it. They didn't do it. Attempting. So that means they right? didn't do it. That means they so right? attempting. So you know, like and, again, and you know, all, already damaged. Already damaged. New York mm-hmm. City Police Department vehicle. Nobody yeah, was injured so, in the know. incident. There has to be more. Yeah, attempt attempt could be anything. Attempt mm-hmm. could be, you know, I mean, you know, and again, like say, hey, you know, we, you know, uh, the 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 legal system is such that we don't know nothing until we see what we, you know, actually can exactly. see. Exactly, and, and then they, they go on. They, they well, they go on to say that. Uh, that Mathis and Rahman uh, face additional federal charges that carry a 45-year mandatory minimum sentence and up to life in prison for what essentially amounts to property damage. Now, who gets that kind of sentence for property damage? Even if they did it, it's still just property damage, right? Nobody was folks hurt. Protest for the, Nobody was in the vehicle. Folks protest for their rights get that kind of stuff. Protesting for rights for their rights get that kind of sentence. Mm-hmm. You know, that's who get that. They, they, okay. Think about all them cars and things that they uh, burn up when, uh, when, you remember when Joe Paterno, when they got rid of him, them how, then they went and tore up the whole darn town. Mm-hmm. Every okay. Time. And I remember nobody going to the pen. And they tore up, hmm. and them white folks tore up a whole bunch of stuff. They said, well, they just blowing off steam. That's what they said. So we know yeah. the difference. We know what's going on here. So, you know. So what do you call that? Just what do you call that? Well, you know, you call it what it is. This is a, you know, mm-hmm. this is that, you know, either went at apartheid uh, white supremacist system. So, you know, hmm. uh, you know, they do the judging on the street. They, they judge you right yeah. there on the street. That's what they... You know, and, and then it takes it. Yeah. Right. Well, well, you're you're guilty until proven innocent. Is that what you're trying to tell you're me? Guilty until proven innocent. Right. Well, that's not what the Constitution says, though, right? Yeah, but you know, we've been trying to get that Constitution to do us right for a long time. That's what that makes a long time. Trying to turn mm-hmm. it around. Trying to do what that Constitution says, which it says you're innocent, innocent until proven. Guilty. Now yeah, these if people. That was the case, if, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I say, I, I say, if that was the case, that that that, that court appointed attorney system would be so rigged. If if you right. was if you was innocent to proven guilty, now nah, hmm. they get you in that system and they threaten you with time whether you guilty or not. If you don't sign them papers, you are gonna get more time. All this kind of stuff, you know, right. you know, you know. So you know, so that's you know. Mm-mm. No, you guilty to prove innocent if you're black. We know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a sad commentary. It really is. It's just, it's just real. It's it's right real. Now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so that's that. Miss Rihanna, uh, Miss Rihanna, got Miss Rihanna on my mind. Miss uh, Yolanda just sent me an article. That's talking about Miss Natasha the talk side, and it's just showing uh, all of the different ones that were out there uh, with their signs uh, saying, My black students' lives matter, and they want to see that name change that Robert E. Lee, and I, I, not only just Robert E. Lee, I think they're also talking about uh, John Tyler High School, they're talking about Hogg. Uh, a middle school. Uh, and, That's where um, I live. See, I can do history on that one. I didn't know about Hog Middle School. Yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's your area. That huh? Yes, that's they're right. talking that's about that right. one as well. <laughs> oh. Yep. I look at the window and see that one. So, oh. Is that right? So that's, that's right in your doorway then, huh? Right there. Hog Middle School. <laughs> I'm learning. Hey, you guys told yep. me to do a history lesson. I, I started doing it, and I found out. Like, <laughs> oh you, my god! You've been, you've been you've been working at it, haven't you? Yes. And when they were talking about the Tyler changing the name, I said, "Well, why do they want to change the name? Let me find out about that." Well, did some research <laughs> on that. I did not know that much about Robert E. Lee. I was like, "Oh my god!" I know. They used to go to yeah. John Tyler and tell, say, I think there's signs where they had the games, I guess, the football games, lynching right. the Tigers. And that was in the yep. school newspaper. Yep. So I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, they throw nooses out at John Tyler? I'm, I mean, at, yeah, John Tyler. I was like, oh, my God, this is how they did. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in San Diego, so I don't know about none of this. I didn't see none of this stuff, you know? So Right. That's well, crazy. Well, huh. Okay, Hogg Middle School was actually, as a matter of fact, uh, James Hogg, they called him Jim Hogg. Uh, James Stephen Hogg was his name. And so he was actually one of the governors of Texas in the 1800s. Uh, and, uh, and, but he was from Rust, Texas. So, you know, Rust, Texas is part of East Texas. I don't know if you know that or not. You yes. probably heard of, okay, heard of, so Rusk, right down the street, that's where our, uh, the mental institution is in East Texas. And so, yeah, uh, for the, so I, for the violently, for the violently mentally ill. Yeah. Violently and mentally ill. Yeah. More, more than one. Yeah. We got an area of that. And then they got some that's in a different level, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's, uh, that's where he came from. So how, how the city of Tyler acquired his name, I'll never know. I don't know. I have no idea. He was an attorney. He was actually like the 19th governor of the state of Texas. So, 
that's interesting. But he was, but supposedly he was a big supporter of public education, and maybe that's why they decided to name the school Hogg Middle School after him. I, is there one in Russ, Texas, named after him? I, I, I think not. I don't believe so. I could be wrong, but I didn't think so. I, I think Tyler is the only one in East Texas that uh, has one named after him. As far mm. as I know. But don't you find that to be in- what what I find to be very interesting is that that we decide to name schools and things and and centers after people who actually have no real ties uh, to the community for which they're naming them. Why not? Why not give that honor to someone who actually uh, helped to grow that particular city and that particular community? You know that what I'm saying? Sense. Does that make sense? Say again, well, that's what's Natasha. Oh, oh, yeah, that would clear. make sense. Mm-hmm. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's fixing it. We're at here, but that's what we're doing right now. Ain't it? We're correcting all that. That's, that's what this I is. believe that's what we. I believe prayer. that's what's happening. That's what the prayer. That's what the paradigm shift is about. It's about changing all that's of that. That's right. People like like uh, Miss Natasha and Miss Yolanda, these younger folk who are not going to stop until until it happens, until we get where we need to be with with this. Because I mean, this, mm-hmm. and this school, Mr. Arthur, is in. It's in the Azalea district, one of Tyler's most noted districts where Miss Natasha lives. Uh, lots yes. of classic architecture that's in those cities. Um, it's just, a, it was a beautiful, it was actually where the most, uh, more of the elite people used to live in that area before Tyler began to move further south. The growth of Tyler mm-hmm. went further out. Uh, in, into the area where it is now, uh, that's where uh, that's a really nice area. Uh, the Brick, I call it the Brick Street District. I have a I have a housing over in the Brick Street District. So, mm. but it's interesting. When I first See, came I, out here, that when I first came out here and drove out here, I was like, okay, this is where Grandma lives. She she lives right. in North Tyler. Okay. Well, okay. we passed by here. I take my kids to Birchville Park, and I was like, I have to sure. live over here. I love it over here. It's beautiful. Yeah, it I got a brick road. I got a brick road. <laughs> You're right, a brick road, right? Well, well, yep. I, actually, my my uh, my my little house is just not that far from Hog Middle School. We're in the Brick Street district as well. Miss Yolanda used to help me to take care of it, keep it keep it in shape and cleaned up and ready for the next person to lease it. <laughs> so uh, it is a beautiful area. I, I love the Brick Street dis- District. It just sets the city apart from any other parts uh, of the city is to have a street that's actually beautiful bricks and well cared for. And those bricks have been there for years, uh, Miss Natasha, but you can't tell, can you? It's well cared for, isn't it? Right, yes. Yeah, b- beautiful, beautiful area. So, okay, so that's one thing that we wanted to talk about, and I wanted to actually go back to to Chicago and talk about all of these deaths that we had. This was Father's Day weekend, and there were so many people who lost their lives in Chicago. 
this particular weekend. But before we go to that, let me circle back to this particular thing. Let's talk about let's talk about Bubba Wallace. Everybody knows who Bubba Wallace is, right? Do we know who Bubba Wallace yeah, is? Yeah, Bubba. Okay, yeah, Bubba. okay, okay. All right. So, what are your thoughts on <laughs> Bubba Wallace? Is a, he was he's the only black uh, NASCAR driver. Okay, I remember you know what I'm talking today. about now. Okay, okay, good. So, so then you know what he found in his garage stall, right? Yes, a noose, right? Okay. That was there you go. Noose. The noose. Now, now it's already said that there's only limited amount of people who can get into that stall. So, what does that tell you? If there's limited number of people that can get in that stall, and he has support of people from everywhere, all over. I mean, the athletes, even the basketball athletes and just other football, NFL athletes. But but he's saying that there are just a limited number of people who can get into that stall, which means that that must be some of his colleagues or somebody up close and personal to him, right? The, yeah. and, right. and then he's fighting – to push to get all of those flags, those Confederate flags removed. Now, you guys do know that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ms. Natasha. What was that? I said, is all of NASCAR, too. I go, I went to the one in Las Vegas when we were living in Las Vegas. We went to NASCAR. there. I have uh, the company I used to work for. They go every year. So we're always sitting down on the bottom with the, with the trailers and everything. Sure. Yeah, it's real. It's real big. We see that all the time. Well, do you know we have a major one right here in North Texas, just not that far from Mr. Arthur? Mm, We have a beautiful, beautiful nest. It's like being in another world to look at that thing. It's so huge. But, but you know, to be real, but, you know, to be real, don't you think that for me, for me, I would have been surprised. If the if the racists hadn't did something like this, I, I would be right. shocked then. I ain't shocked right. by that. I was waiting oh, I'm that. not shocked by that. Cause, no, because there's always going to be some that. pushback. Because you know, power. What, what Freddie Douglas say: "Power is nothing without the man. Never have, never right. will." And so, uh, but it's just it, one of them times. It's despicable. It, it's well, despicable acts of racism, mm-hmm. pure hatred. Uh, because this is a gentleman who wants to remove, he says, you can have your flags flying at your house, but but we should not have to come out in public and see. The, the, the interesting part about all of this, guys, is that we didn't win this war. And so since we didn't win this war, why are we promoting failure of these people by... Well, Putting, go ahead, go ahead. Well, like, go ahead. You, know, you know, we've been dealing with, with Confederate stuff, in, you know, up here at, at Dallas Branch since the 90s. And, and, yep. and like I say, and the main thing, and the main thing about this movement here uh, that we have going now is that, the, you know, the whole goal was to get white people to talk about it, to get them to conversate about it. Because the more they talked about it, the more stupid it sounds, you know, to them. Okay. And, so, and, and okay. so the key thing was to keep them talking, not to tick them off, but to keep them talking, make them, make them defend it. And, and as they try to defend it, then they realize, oh, this is stupid, ain't it? You know, we're okay. honoring traitors. 
wow, you know, what's that about? And you know, me and you veterans, so you know, we already knew all that. Sure. See, you sure. know, you know, but they, we, you know, but white privilege is couched into all of that, and so that's why the quote good white people just just didn't want to think about it. So now we got them all thinking about it, and it's stupid. It don't make no sense. Gotcha. Don't make no sense. And so they know that. And now the globe is looking at them, and the globe know they're stupid. So now they're trying to get away from stupid. <laughs> okay. I had to laugh I mean, on that one. <laughs> yes, I know. That's funny. Listen, so do you know, you do know this, Miss Natasha, that we have a street in Tyler, and that street is named Confederate Street. The Confederate. Did you know and that? As at our Ooh, meeting. Just straight up. Right yeah. straight through the heart of North Tyler, the black community. Go ahead. The black community. And we're going to get, we're going to protest to get that name changed as well. But that, I guess that would be later. We get one thing at a time first. And, um, <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, no, so what no, I heard. No, no, no. Hey, hey, well, hey, well so you can always the, throw them all in there together. This, the you get them out. This, no, no, this, no, this, no, no, this, no, no. Get them out. Get them all at the same time. That's how I should say. No, not one at a time. No, not one at a time. Yeah, get them have, all at the same yeah. time. There's, there's, yeah. We have. We're part of uh, different organizations, and our right. uh, original five, we call ourselves the original five, and okay. that's one of the things that we're working on as well. We're also supporting the fight for East Texas, the fight for justice, East Texas. Right. Mm. Um, so we're, we're with them as well, but that's the one that we're working on because we are in North Tyler. You know, we are there. Exactly. That's, our, that's where right. we are. You know? Right. So, um that's what they were talking about, you know, is trying to get the name changed. They gave us a history of that one. They said that that was the one where the Confederate, where they, the Confederate soldiers actually marched. Yes. Was it the, the slaves That's and right. killed them there? Mm-hmm. Or hung exactly. them there? Right, right at the end of, of okay. that street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. They yeah. were hung there. And this street right. goes right there. You want this in right. North Tide, you know, except it right mm-hmm. here in North Right, right so on the street where my high school was. Right yeah, there. It's not, not acceptable to me. I don't accept it. Yeah. The, 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 so that sounds like, Eddie here, Eddie here, and since that street is in y'all's neighborhood, that sounds like a good street to go, to, 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 to go march up and down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Woo, my goodness. Like I tell you what, it gets, it gets deeper every single day. More and more. Mr. Arthur, I'm telling you, we're going to see some trends. These young folks are not playing around. They're angry about a lot of things that continue to go on in our community. And it's time, well, to, well, you know, it's time for that change. Go ahead. Well, you know, well, you know, on your show, you know, I've always, you know, I've always challenged them because, you know, and I told you that I like what I was saying because they want to know. Of course, they've been miseducated, but sure. but they know what wrong is. And they know they know, and they, know they don't want to continue. Yeah, and, and they don't want to, uh, and they don't have to because, you know, they were born into technology. You and I were, wasn't. They born no. into it. No, so they we, don't learned, know, we learned so that they don't later. Know, yeah, you see, so they don't know what they don't know. And that's good. You know, so I want y'all to keep fighting. And uh, you know, you, you know, learn from your mistakes, and as you learn from your mistakes, do better. You know, we and again, we're here to support. Uh, uh, you know, it's the brain trust, so you know we know what to do. So you know, y'all doing right. Trust. So just stay with the principles. You know, that's all I'm telling I you. Right? Just, you know, hey, just keep on fighting. 
I just sent you a picture, Miss McKellar. That is one of the signs that I saw today, and it says, "Our generation, you mess with the wrong generation." Wrong. That's one of the Robert E. Lee students had uh, holding up. That's one of the signs I po- I uh, took a picture of and posted mm-hmm. on Facebook because one of the Robert E. Lee students, which was a right. white student, held that I up that. and said, "You mess with the wrong right. generation." See, but here's my sign. And I, I saw that. I saw that even one of the nights. I, it could have been Saturday that I saw that, that, that person. But I said, this is what I said, you mess with the right generation. Oh, yeah. The right yeah, generation. Yeah, not the wrong one. Not the wrong, not the wrong one. The right, the right one. generation. The right one. The, I agree. See what I'm right saying? One. See what I'm saying? Because, you mess with the right yeah, generation. Because look, and, and this is what I want to, uh, this is what I want the young folks to understand. As we've been going through this diaspora, you know, exactly. we've gained more, uh, uh, you know, education along the way. We do. We gain a whole like a, a lot more political skills, and so sure. and, and each generation has been more educated than the next one. That's right. That's so right. So now this generation, prior to that, we had like we always had like dual leaders: Malcolm Martin, uh, Du Bois, mm-hmm. uh, Garvey. Mm-hmm. It, 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 that's know, it. That's it. You know, and then like what white people do, they and, and, and our own and wait, and our own parents and our own grandparents, because you know what? Because right. I say to people, yeah, those are people that you saw on television. Those may be national mm-hmm. people, but the people who made changes and made things happen right in your own immediate right. community was your parents right. and your grandparents. Before we can, right. they're and the it, ones it, who fought the Jim Crow signs in your own community in Smith County. Yeah. My grandfather right. removed the the colored only water sign right. off of the Smith right. County courthouse steps and all around that area. So we don't have to really leave out of our own communities because we had. And, and Mr. Donnie Walker and I talk about this all of the time. You don't have to leave out of your community because even no. though we saw those people, Marcus Garvey, we saw all W.E.B. Du Bois right. from long years ago. We know what they projected and what they taught, but we right. also know right. who took care of things in our own community. And remember that, Ms. Natasha and Ms. Yolanda. And, uh, there and, was, and there was some people and, that worked it right here. Go ahead. Right. But what I want to tell them is, is that is that this is that this paradigm we have now, because of technology, because of the the, the you know the, the you know mass mass education we have now, uh, right. uh, you know we're more this move is this move is decentralized. That means okay. there is no one two leaders. That's it. It, it mm-hmm. it's multi headed, right? Multi headed. You know, we got and I tell you we got enough we got enough smart. Really smart black folks. So we can if they won't we just do this one? So now we don't need to do one thing. We do a lot of things. We got enough people, mm-hmm. enough brilliant people to attack multi areas at the same time. That's what we have to do. You know, don't well, be you heard for the leader. Say, and you're right you because leader. you just heard Miss Natasha say, "No, this is this group over here is working on this, and this group here exactly. is working on this." And so you're exactly. absolutely 100% correct. You're correct on that. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Comments? Any comments? Miss Natasha, Miss Yolanda? Comments? No, I don't have a comment. <laughs> you agree with this one? <laughs> Makes sense to you? Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Let's move. Makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Let's move on. Well, let, let, me, let me mention, guys, and I want to, uh, to alert you that next uh, week from tomorrow, next Tuesday, 
from 6 until 8 p.m. We're going to do a, um, a town hall meeting with Matter, and you'll be able to Zoom in and listen and, and watch uh, this. We're going we're gonna to talk about from protest to power, what now? is the topic that that I want to implement and we want to hear from our young folk on where we go from here. Where, where Because we, the one thing that we don't expect them to do, and that is for the next three or four months uh, that we expect for them to, to wear themselves down in the streets, we expect them to take what they want to see happen and take it to the people that can make these things happen, whether it's in our criminal justice system, where whether it's, it's EEOC, uh, that people don't have to endure things on their work at their workplace, on their jobs, that they don't have to continue to see discrimination brought toward them because they decide to use their First Amendment rights to the Constitution, and that's the right to for their freedom of speech to protest, the right to protest on any issues that, that they see deemed necessary so that equality will prevail for all mankind. Because isn't that what the Constitution says? It says that, mm. that we all are equal, that we all should be able to, to work and acquire and obtain uh, anything that we want in life, all we want is that equal opportunity. We don't want you to give us anything. We just want the, the opportunity to be able to avail itself to us to do whatever it is that we want to do in our career, in our lives. Educationally, we want to be able to, if, if we want to go to school and get all the education in the world, we should be able to do that. We should never have to deal with what I had to deal with when I first went to college. And that was that one exam was given to the black students and one exam given to the Caucasian students. We should never have to deal with that anymore, right? Because we already had to deal with that for this generation, for Miss Yolanda and for Miss uh, Natasha, what we had to endure when we went hey, to they still doing that. the white they, colleges. Yeah, they still they still, oh, they still doing it, huh? Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I, 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 I thought we had broke that mold. No, no, no. I have a young lady that was a, that was that was becoming a therapist uh, out here at Southwest. Uh, you know, here at the you know at, at medical Southwest center. medical and, uh, medical school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and they work and they had some kind of courses where they got together and worked as groups and they had grades out of groups. But anyway, some kind of way, he messed over her grade. She made the grade, but he was putting them, you know, delaying them or some kind of way. But anyway, to make a long story short. You know, we got it straight. But no, they still doing that stuff. They still doing that stuff. Are they still doing that? That's that's mm-hmm. a that's a sad commentary. It really is. Yeah. Because yeah, no, these, these no, things that, that we dealt with in the upper upper sixties, right? Sixties, mm-hmm. early seventies that we dealt with. Still doing and you're telling me mm-hmm. that our young folk are still dealing with this kind of thing it's as definitely. of today? Yep, and it that makes no sense to me. I tell you this much. We I have people saying that why don't you do this instead of this? And, mm. and in other words, trying to downgrade of what they thought you should do, be a nurse's aide rather than a nurse, be a LPN rather than a, a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. And don't, yeah. don't get your doctorate degree. And, and just like mm. Mr. Uh, Arthur says, ladies, 
that whatever they, whatever somebody tells you not to do, that's what you are to do because it sounds like that they may be trying to stop you from being successful in your career and in your life. Comments what I want these young activists to know, though, is know the power of your presence. Your presence yes, uh, is powerful. You know, you can see that the reason we got the action going on now is because you all have asserted your presence. And, and and it works on an individual basis also. So your presence is powerful. So just, just, just aim it with intention, and you got something. Exactly. That's, that's, exactly. That's big. That's what they're preaching right now, and that's one of the biggest things is talking about his presence because I think they tried to, I think back in, I think I forgot, somewhere it said they tried to change something a long time ago, but there was only three, three black people there. There was no voice. But now we wow. have a lot more, so now they're waking up, okay, okay, now it's a serious issue. So that's why we, when we do these groups and do these protests, you know, we try to let everybody know, okay, here, you know, just show up. Even if you just show up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't speak today, but I showed up. I was out there since 5 o'clock. I left probably around 7. So I okay. showed up. Oh, I protested. Very good. I showed up. My, for, my, my body does count. My son counts, you know? There you so, go. There you go. And when you show up, and when you show up with intention, then you can assert your moral authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good, and, and you're you're 100 percent correct, Miss Natasha. Even if you never say a word, just show up because you're stronger in number. When they see right. when they see massive numbers of people out, that changed the project, trajectory of the whole entire situation. As Mr. Arthur says, that you now you're using your moral authority and you're making and, and, something and, and, happen. And just understand that it was a lot of people uh, in lesser numbers that were standing already, you know, to yeah. get to this point. Okay. Yeah. You know, so it was a bunch of people standing. It wasn't a bunch of them, but they was a certain moral authority. Sure. So, exactly. You know, and, so it's, and so now we have what we have because you know, stuff just come together. That's just the way it do. America it moves just like come this. together. You know, somebody said, well, well, your incrementalism. I, I, I talked to a guy about that. I said, well, I said, well, if you mean incrementalism by, I said, well, America goes like this. It goes like uh, 30, 40 years in, boom. Then quiet back down in 30, 40, boom. So mm-hmm. you know, that's the way it goes, actually. Uh, if Whatever we're going to get, we need to get it now because when the because when the when the kaboom is over, it's going to be locked up like that for the next fifty years. So whatever it is, sure. is where it's going to be. Sure, exactly. So you're establishing very good. You're establishing your trustworthiness to make the right decisions, to make the great decisions for your community. You're working together morally. And you're using that authority, right. that moral authority, because this is this, this, this is y'all's time to set it up. Because y'all gonna live, y'all gonna be here long, a lot longer than we are, and so yeah. you know it's up to y'all to fix it the way y'all want it. Fix it, you know, fix it, fix it. Before these corporations well, I, I just wanna... uh, turn America into uh, well, they you know you know one big corporation. And, and and I'm glad you brought that forward because I want I was about to transition over to speaking of greed. 
because that's what that really that word kind of means, is that have you noticed when you go in the supermarket how during this COVID-19, how the food prices are astronomical. First of all, we were having difficulties in finding toilet paper, uh, paper towels, uh, hand sanitizer, uh, bleach, all of these things that we needed in order to keep our environment even cleaner than what we normally did because we were wanting to make certain that we did not bring, um, that we didn't bring the COVID uh, virus home with us because we know that it attaches itself uh, to various and sundry places and things. And so when I brought my groceries in, I, I placed them in a large container out on my out-of-doors kitchen, and we washed them down and cleaned up uh, containers before bringing them uh, in. And, and sometimes I would let them sit out for a bit in the sun so that it could help to kill the germs. And then we were having difficulties in finding uh, Clorox, Clorox wipes to wipe down things and wash down. We just have had to become an infectious disease and infectious control uh, country. Now, we've always been that in the medical profession, in the hospitals. That, that was just part of our lives. Universal precaution is how I spent my medical career. But now everybody has to do it, right? So the back to my story is what I'm trying to say is that can you see the rise in the cost of groceries in the supermarkets? Can anybody? Is it just me that sees from week to week and even day to day how the prices are rising? It's scandalous. I thought it was just me seeing it. I was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm going to tell you, there's just two of us, right? And I guarantee you, since this COVID, I probably spent $3,000 on groceries. And there's only two people in my house. It's craziness. Since I, bet I you guess we're loving it now. <laughs> so, right, and we have to make dinner every night because we we were not going out like we were accustomed to going out to restaurants and things because it wasn't safe. It's it's ridiculous, the prices of things, and and one bottle of bleach was eight dollars, seven ninety nine for a bottle of bleach. Depending on the prices are skyrocketing. And it's price gouging is what it is. If you can find it, there was sometimes where you can't even find these things. I've been looking for liquid hand soap for the last two weeks. I can't find it on it. I've stopped at this place to that place to this place to that place. Not on the shelves. Just not there. Anybody. Why are we price gouging during a pandemic like this? Especially, especially for the supermarket. They're, they're essential. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ms. Natasha. No, I just said I can't even comment on that because I'm not understanding. And remember, some people are not even working, you know. That's, there you go. There you go. Some people are still not even working. You know, still versus, not working? Yes. Some people are still trying to fight to get unemployment right now, you know. Or, so, or, a, stim- or a stimulus check, right? Oh, yeah, a stimulus. I heard off of that. Some people are still don't even have a stimulus check. Exactly. You know, I talked right. to um, one of the bosses at um, 
a local company, a, a known company, he's like, I haven't even got it. I don't pay nothing. I don't pay no child support. I have nothing owed. So why have I still not got my stimulus check? You know, me wow. or my wife. So I was like, wow. I don't, I don't know. Mine went straight on rent, straight on bills. Uh, I had a straight, straight on the bills. Sure. Yeah. So that's it. Do you see that, Miss Arthur? Has it? Do you see a change in the prices and rates of things? Mr. Arthur, Ms. Yolanda. Hi, Ms. McKella. Hi, did yeah, do you see it? Ms. McKella, did y'all see the, the, the news where this young young man, this young little boy, was um, he was playing out in his yard, and he saw the police car and hid behind his, the police car? We did. He we the talked about that going to shoot him. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that last, news week, last week. week as a man. We talked about it last week, as a matter of fact. Uh, his father, as a matter of fact, his father picked it up on the house camera. He was playing basketball in his lawn, in his driveway, and, uh, and he saw a police car coming. And he ran and hid behind the family's car. Why? Because he was fearful of the police officer. And then when the police officer passed on by, then he went back to playing basketball. Yeah, and then the other it. one that we, yeah, and then the other one we talked about, Miss Natasha, uh, Mr. Arthur. I think we lost Mr. Arthur. He's saying something to us. But the other one was the little girl that was five years of age. He said he could hear now. He got disconnected. The little girl was five years of age, and so she said to the she the police officer came up and she raised her hand in the air, and she says, "Are you going to kill me?" These are our young, innocent little children. There was the one with the, uh, what about that video that you saw with uh, the one that got shot? It was, oh, say his name. He got shot and the girlfriend had her daughter with their daughter. Their three-year-old daughter was in the car. And so they put the girlfriend inside the police car. I can't think of his name straight off the top. But the, okay. the three-year-old daughter was inside the car with the mom, and the mom was sitting there screaming, ah! And she said, Mom, oh. please don't yell like that. They're going to shut. I don't want them to shoot you. You oh, know, and wow. it was yes, a little I girl was saying that. that. Uh, and, and this was, I think, if, I, if I'm serious, this is the guy, the one that was sh- the one that was shot and told the officer I'm licensed to carry and my, my gun is here. That one. Don't remember that one. That one was broadcast. Okay. That one was all over the news as well. That was a couple of years. Okay. Castillo. Okay. Uh, oh, but yeah, he was in the car with his girlfriend and the three-year-old daughter. Oh, yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. I do. Uh, yeah, Mr. Arthur says that he's trying to, he can hear us, but we can't hear him. That, so every now and then again, that happens. He, we lost service with him, so I'm sorry uh, that you may want to hang up. Oh, oh, Mr. Arthur, don't forget to press 1. You have to press 1 to get back in the queue uh, because Ms. Rihanna is not on to bring you back in. Did you press 1? And then you'll be back. You should be back in the queue. So, otherwise, you, Miss Rihanna, may have all the other lines closed down. 
Let's talk a little bit about, and hope, hopefully Mr. Arthur can get back in. Just remember, if you ring back in, you have to press 1, and then we should be able to hear you once you press 1. Um, let's talk a little bit about voting and what is getting ready to happen in July the 14th. And we want to make sure that everybody got registered. Now, it's too late to re- – if you're not registered for the July 14th runoff in Texas, it's too late to register now. However, if you register now, then you'll be prepared for the November uh, general election that's going to happen November the 3rd. Uh, that's a very crucial election. This is a presidential year. So we want to make sure every single person is registered and not just registered to vote, but make sure they get out to vote. And so we have a senatorial election going on. Mr. Uh, our state senator, uh, Attorney Royce West, is in a runoff, and that is July the 14th. And there will be early voting. And so if you want to vote by mail, then you have to send in your form pretty quickly. And then you will have a ballot that was sent out uh, to your home. And then you fill out that ballot and then you send it back in. And if, in fact, you decide that you want to go into the election office and vote in place, in person, then you have to carry that ballot with you. If, if you got a mail ballot, take that mail ballot with you and turn it into them and then let them know that you want to vote in person. Now, they're trying to cut down on the number of people that, that will be coming in to vote so that we can protect those persons um, who are working in the uh, uh, polling booths. Uh, the least mm-hmm. number that has to come in there, the better, because as you know, COVID still exists and it'll probably still be right here with us in November because November is not that far away. And people are even saying that we wouldn't be surprised if this thing didn't hang around for the next year or so for the simple reason that uh, that people are just not complying with some of the rules and regulations from the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the encouragement that, that we're getting from Dr. Fossey and Dr. Burke, those persons who have been in infectious disease and infectious control for a very, very long time, a very long time. Yeah. So, yeah. Can, can, you can you hear me now? We can hear you good. Okay. All right. So you have yeah. any comments on, I know that you're working on uh, um, early voting and, and, and so forth and getting people registered to vote and working with pushing well, people to the polls. You, Go ahead. You, you, Go ahead. You mentioned, you mentioned uh, uh, you know, the campaign, you know, Royce West, so forth and so on. Well, what, sure. if, well, what do you think about John Corning uh, uh, putting in saying that Juneteenth should be a national holiday? Whose vote do you think he's trying to get? And for your answer, I want to say, is he scared or, you know, is he scared? 
I think he's scared. As the, as the young folks say, scared. I think he's scared. I think that he re- well, he sees the momentum that's coming down from uh, Royce West. He's already attacking Royce West. Um, as we know, Royce was on uh, AM Joy on Sunday morning. And yes, so I said, I, but this is what I said, Mr. Arthur, and you know I've always said this, that Texas is a battleground state and East Texas is a battleground field. And so we've been trying to tell Joy Reed for a long time when, we, when we're when we in D.C. in September at the Congressional Black Caucus every year, we're telling mm-hmm. Joy Reed about Texas. And then so she said on Sunday morning, you heard her, she said, mm-hmm. Jamie Harrison is the one who told me about you, uh, Senator West. And so my, so my response to that was, see how they still ignore Texas? Uh, Texas is a battleground state. It's been a battleground state. But Texas is ignored. And I don't yeah, know why. Enough well, of well, us well, are not, you, not seeing. Go ahead. Let me tell, tell, you, me. Why, well, let me tell you why Texas is, is ignored. Uh, just okay, think back to when George, when they brought George Bush onto the scene. Uh, overnight, the the Texas Democratic Party twist suits and turns into Republicans. Bullock, uh, Rick Perry, I mean, I mean, all of them. They turn into Republicans overnight, mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. and then the, and then so for the next up until here lately, uh, because because black folks, I know because I was I was part of it. We we were trying to make inroads. But the white folks didn't want us to take over the Democratic Party, but they wasn't doing nothing with it. Okay. And, and 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 so and so and so basically, it was the apathy in the Democratic Party. Basically, they went along with the Republicans. What it amounted to, uh, you know, up until here lately, up until Obama got elected. So I'm just saying that again, you know, the the, the political system we're in is is, is is binary, but there's racism in both parties. They've got right. different ways. Society, and so we got okay. raced on here in Texas for a long time by the white Texas okay. Democrats. Okay, that's why you know so we just not breaking out of it. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad you brought out the rate the the uh, the party affiliation. So let's back up way back, up. and let's talk about people saying this all the time, talking about. The um, the Democratic Party didn't look like what the Democratic Party looks like now is not what it looked like long time ago, and so there was a flip, there was a switch. So the people that used to be Democrats, just like what you're saying, are now Republicans, and the Republicans that used to be Democrats are now Democrats. 1964. And there you go. And people are not getting this. You just mm-hmm. made the perfect example of people making that switch that used mm-hmm. to be Democrats and now they switch to Republicans. You just and remember we had Ann, and we had Ann Richards as governor. Yes, we did. Everybody yes, we loved did. Ann. Yes, but they did. Was in, but the fix was in. Yes, yes. So Miss Natasha had to leave us, and so we thank her so much for being on uh, with us tonight. She's always an amazing guest, and uh, yeah. we'll go we'll go from there. 
and oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Donnie said we had White Dallas. <laughs> yeah, we had what now? We had we. We have White Dallas, he said. He just sent, he just texted and said, we have White Dallas. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. Well, White Dallas. Well, that's great. So, yeah, well, like I say, well, we move forward here. In, and, in, and here yeah, he said, and he says, and this is amazing, I love this. He says, we have White Dallas and Black Houston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty good. And he's mm-hmm. about right on that. He's just about right. Yeah. Never thought well, about we'll it like fighting, that. We'll be fighting in both towns, so you know we we'll everybody fighting in. Well, we got a putting up a pretty good fight, but we got a long ways to go, and and we can't give up this fight. We got to keep it going. Uh, we got to keep that moral authority that you were, that you talk about all the time. That we have to establish that trustworthiness among ourselves. And Mr. Donnie exactly. Walker and I talked about this early on uh, today. That and we could talk a little bit about this before we end, uh, because we we were we were both pretty upset about Mr. Dunny about that little innocent three year old baby that won't ever get a chance to graduate from high school, won't get a chance mm-hmm. to graduate from kindergarten. He won't get a chance to do anything because that young innocent baby that should have been protected by that father is no longer with us. He's going on. If I don't know if you've uh, seen any of those document- documentaries on on Chicago, there's one lady. She got like a, you know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a makeshift memorial for over the years. Okay. Children, children that have got killed. Yeah. In Chicago. And she yeah. and and it's you know. I do. So, so and, and the bottom line of it is, and bottom line, and again. But that's what this protest is about. That's what that's what uh, this paradigm shift is about. Uh, enough of that. I mean, that's just yeah. really. I mean, enough of that. You know. So, you know, we shouldn't be. You know, putting those positions have to live like that. You know, if if, if I'm if, if I'm willing to work, then I should be able to make enough money to raise a family or at least to, to house myself. You know, right. you don't even, you don't get enough money to even house yourself. You know, that's ridiculous. I mean, so what you you know, and then you got a tenant change you're waiting for them because they can't house themselves. So, you know, it's catch one too. They know what the game is. We know what the game is. And so I'm saying let's, let's change the game. Let's change it. Okay. Right. Wow. Well, how do we change that game? Because, you know, because Mr. Donnie and I were talking about that this father, this father should have been protecting his young, innocent child, his young son. He should have been an example for that young child. Mm-hmm. And keeping it, what do we do when our children are little bitty people? We work to keep them out of harm's way, right? We tell them don't cross that street because a car may be coming and that's dangerous and you could lose your life. So we're supposed well, to be protecting them. Go ahead. Well, you know, really, really, the way the, the way the system set up now, I, I mean, I mean, really, really, the only thing you can do now, really, is just basically, I think somebody said, live your life. Uh, you know, be smart about it. You know, be how situation where there's nowhere yet, nowhere to not be. You, you know what I mean? Right. You know, you know, take the extra precautions. You know, play your family. You know, but 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 you got some people that that that's their norm. 
being in that okay. environment and being that, you know, so it's their norm. So if it's their norm, you know, they don't feel that situational awareness. Like, you know, I mean, they feel it, but, you know, they've already factored it in. So they just mm-hmm. have to just mm-hmm. take their chances every day. You know, they have to just take their chances. So, right. uh, right. which that's what we all do on a certain level. It's good to take our chances, and that's so uh, you know, and so when you got all our brains, all that brilliant talent, parked over there, in the in that kind of situation where you can't even mm-hmm. think your way out because the schools won't, okay. you know, schools ain't good enough to help you even think your way out. Well, you know, a brilliant right. brain gonna do something brilliant, even if it's brilliantly stupid. <laughs> Even if it's brilliantly stupid, <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope hopefully it will be brilliantly smart rather than stupid, and that was right. the, the right moves. The right moves well, will opportunity. be opportunity. what we're trying to give them. Sure, absolutely, and, mm-hmm. and that's all, that's all people. That's all people really want. Well, well, well before we before we get to an end, Mister. Arthur, we want to talk a little bit about that massive ref- – we know that we just uh, came off of Juneteenth, right? And so mm-hmm. we know that uh, that guy there in the White House uh, wanted to have his uh, kickoff rally for uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, during, during Juneteenth, and it was such a ruckus there, and he wanted to go to Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma – for it and the people were not having it so they made sure that that did not happen on Juneteenth uh, which was um, which was Friday right? June the 19th and then he said that he made June the 19th popular right? He made it more known than it's ever been known in life What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, uh, 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 see, he 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 did learn to not to be fooling with God's children because he because they show gonna make you look like a fool. First of all, I want to see, I want to see how many. I just, look here. I was interested to see how many white people were that stupid. That's what I want to see. I said, is it right. is white people really stupid enough to fill up that thing and then be hanging around outside with no mask on? I mean, I just want to see if they that if they was that. You know, and so I found um, out that they actually not that stupid. <laughs> so, so I think so, that he so got did a they problem have a, Did they have a mask? I didn't see too many with masks. No, 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 not one. I'm saying, but it wasn't but one third full. Is my oh, point? Oh, I, I got you. I, I, I got your point. Yeah, yeah. You know, yes, that in other words, that one hundred thousand to a million people. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, six thousand. Yeah, yeah, those are. And, and so, and I always want to know how many Kool Aid drinkers did he have? Them the Kool Aid drinkers. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, them right there. But we One also, third but of we also know, but we also know that eight eight people up close and personal in his um, in his COVID-19. administration is right yeah. positive with COVID nineteen. Mhm. Yeah. So somebody's still not using oh. their head. Well, and, and then we yeah, and then we yeah. understand that he makes these night runs to the hospital every night. I guess he goes to get a test. I told y'all that man on dope. They, they got stories. <laughs> they, they got stories about him. They got stories out. You know, they got stories about him. So the white thing go to Mar-a-Lago every weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he ain't <golfing>. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wet. 
Yeah, yeah. I just tell you, hey, look at that band there tore from the floor up, and they knew that when they put him in there. And I blame, and I blame, and I blame these good Christian white people for that. You know, they know they're wrong for that. And wow. and, and 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 he didn't actually, he didn't gave white male leadership a serious black eye. Hey, is that, said black is that profound? Eye. Is that profound? He didn't gave his white male leadership a black eye, as, wow. as far as leadership is concerned. And, and like I said again. You know, because they used to know how to, uh, uh, you know, nuance their racism and, okay. and made it palatable toggle. But now, you know, he took away the nuance. He stripped it bare. And so now, mm-hmm. you know, hey, they ain't got no fallback position. It is wow. what it is. Wow. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what and, it and is. And for those folks that say, uh, you know, tomorrow, well, they want to have a race war. And no, they don't. They do not want to have no race war, y'all. Why? No. Because number one, the people with the money don't want to have no race war. Okay? They don't want to do that. And then, and then because they know if they did, and even if they, and the ones that, if if they did have one, as you can see mm-hmm. with the global response, it'd be a whole bunch of people trying to help us. I believe that. And so they don't I, want I, that. I believe that. They don't want that. I mean, I'm just saying the folks with the folks with sense, they don't want it. You know, you got the yahoos. You know, they, you know, but no, the the the, the folks that could make it happen, mm-mm. Okay. Nope. They don't want it. They don't want that to happen. Well, That's there's some money. people think that there's some people are saying we'll give them a race riot war. So, I know I don't want that. We already had a war, right? We already did. We did well, we deal with that already? <laughs> no, no. You got to understand that this is in the okay. What we're doing now, this is in the context of the civil war that never really ended. It never really ended. True. True. You know, if I beat you up, if I beat you up, and then you put your statues up, that means I didn't beat you up enough or something. Okay, that's right. I didn't you know, because now your statues is up. I won, but your statues up. My heroes ain't on the statue. Your heroes up there, so. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. I get it. You know, it's something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, like say, you know, uh, uh, but I'm excited about the time we're in. I think we got a great opportunity. Uh, you know, change some things. Uh, we got a great right. uh, educated uh, generation that we got um, motivated. You know, we got the will, we got the skill. Uh, we just want right. self determination. We we, we just right. want, like I tell you, like that great poet James Brown said, "I don't want nobody to give me nothing." Just open up the door, and I get it myself. Hey, there you go. Open the door, I get it myself. I just did it right off the yeah. show. Well, listen, this is this is interesting. I got another another notice from Mr. Dunny, and he says that Sean King says that now it's time for people to to discredit that Jesus image because we know. We know what the Bible, how the Bible describes Jesus, right? What kind of skin, yeah. what kind of hair, woolen hair. We, mm-hmm. and we already know, we already know what all of that means. But when you go into certain areas and and you see photographs, the photographs don't reflect mm-hmm. what the mm-hmm. biblical characteristics are, right? Right, right, right. They, right. It's, it's straight hair, Caucasian look. Uh, but we know, but we all we all know better. We all know all better. That's part of, 
You know, I was, I was looking at the I was looking at the protests over in Europe and in different places in the country. Look here, okay. I don't care where you go, uh, straight. I'm, they do the same thing to black folks. <laughs> they doing the same thing. Yeah. Go to police station, come up, right. come back dead. It's all over the world. Wow. I and think so, you're right. You know, I'm going. Yeah, it, 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 like I'm, uh, I, I'm listening to him now. So you know, I, I said, "Dog, I thought the, I thought since the British didn't have a gun, didn't walk around a gun, I thought they didn't kill you. Nope, they kill you too. Yep, <laughs> sure will. Wow. So you know, so this is so that's it's all over. And it's about and again, you know, we've been bamboozled and all that's about yep. the bamboozle. They they have to. They feel like they have to uh, police our bodies, uh, no matter what okay. country we're in. You know, so it's about yeah. that police thing. It's like it's like they it's like they wanna, you know, they kind of quasi they want to quasi own you. They want to want to quasi because we're in a position where they steal all our stuff all the time. They steal all our intellectual okay. capital. I mean, steal all sure. our stuff because we're in a position where they, you know they can do that. And so okay. you know, and so that's what it's been for a long time. You know, that's why again I think somebody say, you, you know, well why didn't just kill us off? Well, if they kill us off, then they'd have to do some work. Yeah, they ain't gonna do that. <laughs> no, no, that's, <laughs> sure they're not getting ready to do. That's not getting ready to happen. No, no, no. <laughs> no they have to work. <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> so that part we don't have to worry about. We no, don't have to worry about. Somebody has to do. The, somebody's got to do the work. Hey, I somebody's do. been doing the work. Eddie here, somebody somebody's been did doing the work. work. Somebody's Somebody got to continue to do the work, in other words. Somebody is what you're telling me. That's right. Continue so to do the work. Is, yeah. And, and we just want to do something for ourselves. You know, kind of like, right. you know, if, if because I was raised on the sharecrop farm. You know, y'all own y'all's farm. I was on the sharecrop farm. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. the way they have America set up, we're all white folks, too. We all mm-hmm. on, we all sharecropping. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Well, well I tell people. Well, well, this is what I tell people, and they say, "Oh, okay, I bought a house," and I say, "Okay, do you uh, do you owe a note on it?" And they say, "Yeah, I do." Say, well, wait, don't own it yet <laughs> until you no longer have that note. The, the concept. Then that's when you that's the, when you really own it. The, the concept of sharecropping is. You never make enough money to leave. That's true. That's true. And that, yeah, that's the ideology that. Yeah, it's the ideology. And so if you look at it, if you look at it, actually, most of the folks, most of the folks in America is a sharecropper. <laughs> they all sharecropping. We all sharecropping. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was laughing. And Mr. Dunny also said, Ghana says that we all can come home. Yeah, I, I read that in an article uh, today. That uh, Ghana has the doors open for you if you want to come there, Mister Dunn. I mean, Mister Arthur. Oh, yeah, I've been checking Ghana out. I've been checking that out. Yeah, yeah, I've been checking Ghana out. Yeah, I've been. Now, now, now I got. I think I'm. I'm, I'm like one percent Ghanaian, but but, but Ghana, they're opening it up for black investment and stuff like that. You know, so they, you know, so they, you know, they, you know, they the leaders with that. Uh, now. Right. Now, now I'm over fifty percent Nigerian, and I'm and I'm really upset with them, and them darn Chinese. And they, they look, at, I think they're trying to do something about it now. But boy, them Chinese are just crawling all over Africa. They just fake IDs all over the country, 
killing stuff, oh, eating, up eating up everything. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That's pretty good. Anyway. Well, Miss Yolando has a final question for us. We almost to get to the end, and so she wants to know just exactly uh, who Joe Biden is going to select uh, for his VP running mate. And of course, we know that there's some top attenders there. Go ahead. You know who I want. I already told you. Yeah, you want. Who do you want? No, tell us again who you want. Well, you know, my choices was. uh, Yeah. My number one Mm -hmm. is is Val Deming. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that I think she and Miss Yolanda says she's rising to the top of the list. You know, Val Deming would be good. And, and and then then my favorite the one the, the one I actually like is you know is my girl out of Georgia yeah. but she actually don't have mm-hmm. no uh, executive no. experience she had any, she had any yeah. kind of offer yeah you know, she'd be number right. one right yeah she she you got know, plenty of time she got plenty mm-hmm, plenty yeah, of time yeah, we yeah, we need her into we need her we need we need Stacey Abrams in some more powerful different positions because people got to yeah, understand. Yeah. In this presidential and vice presidential seat, that 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 is even though that's the highest office in the land, uh, that that is a real limited I, position as far as making I, things happen mm-hmm. in this country. I, and, and, I think would, and, and I think Val Demi would bring more energy to the campaign. I think she'd bring more mm-hmm. to Kamala. I mean, okay. I'm just trying to yeah, just, I, just I, Kamala energy. and Harris need to stay right there in that Senate. Unless she got somebody that's going to take that another black female that's going to take that seat, exactly. she needs to stay right there. Unless Cory Booker got another black guy that's going to take that seat, he needs to stay right there because the Senate is the most powerful position in the in exactly. the nation, yeah, so. and people do so. not understand that part. They even even the person who sits at sixteen hundred yeah. Pennsylvania Avenue does not understand that. Now, you know, and now, Mr. Now, Don, Mr. Donnie says, listen at this question, Mr. Donnie said, does it have to be a woman of color? Yes. It's yep. time, it is time. It is time to have some diversity. Yeah. And then not just anyone, but a qualified one. And I tell you mm-hmm. what, any mm-hmm. that's going to be up there is going to definitely have to be qualified. Because of diversity, it's time for it's time for the trajectory of this country to change. It has looked the same way for since the inception of time, and no one has ever questioned it. No one has said anything. It's time to show that we are a diverse nation, and now we have fifty one percent women who vote and run this. Fifty one population in this country are women. But if you look mm. at if you look at the number of women who serve in Congress and the Senate, you're talking around about nineteen percent. Next right. to that, it may be tw- it may be at twenty percent now. That is not mm. that is no balance nowhere mm. about that. No, it, it's yeah. just no balance, and so. So we need more balance. We need we need need more diversity. We need more because guess what? Who who votes? Who keeps people in office? It's the population of women that elect people in this Mm -hmm. country. If you look at go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna keep saying this though. As we move forward with this new 
coalition, sisters, don't let them separate you from the brothers. You go, they, they, no, don't let them get not- you out there. Uh, and, and you know, you know, and thinking you're running something, and then you look up and it just be a puppet show. I'm just saying, cause they, you know, mm. basically, you know, bring your big see, dogs. That, with see, you I have not, things. but I have not seen that. I have not seen that in women elected to office, but I've seen it in men being elected to office. No, I no, haven't no, seen no, it no, in women. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the parties. I'm talking about the parties, polit- the parties' political apparatuses. That's all I'm saying. Republican got their way that they do it. Democrats got their way they do it. I'm just saying both of them doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying be aware of it. No, it ain't happened yet. It ain't happened yet. But I heard somebody say, well, I heard somebody say the other day, they said, well, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's about the block. You know, we voted the block just that another. Uh, black women voted 97 percentile. You have the black men didn't. Well, what was the black man percentage? Uh, 88 percent. I think that's a block. Don't you think that's a block? So they try to de-block 88%. So I'm just saying, you know, we need to watch that little play that's going on with that. I'm trying to tell you, uh, you know, well, let me jump in. It's mm-hmm. 957. Yeah. I want to jump in. I want to respond to some of the, the questions that are coming in. And that is mm-hmm. one uh, is that, that we, I don't know who that we is, caught heck from, uh, when President Obama was in office. And so people just still don't understand that in order for a president to really make anything happen, that they have to have that party affiliation. They have to have the right people in Congress. That's why I'm talking about this right now. We have to have the right people in the Senate and the right people in mm. Congress that really wants to work for the greater good of the country and not just for themselves. And then the next question was, women were used by Hillary Clinton. I don't, I don't believe that. I think that women, to include uh, Hillary Clinton, was misused. She was totally misused uh, by, by uh, the other side, the other party that was trying mm-hmm. to uh, vilify this lady. See, people, women get painted. A diff- if, if a woman, if a woman is expressing herself, she. Uh, She's she an is. angry woman, wait, but but no, I say she's a passionate, she's a passionate woman. She's a she passionate woman about things. That Hillary Clinton was vilified by the Republican Party, and we know and that was. we track. Yes, she was, and, and whether people and, and, own up and, and, to it or not, whether whether people a, own up to it or not. She was vilified. And she had an albatross around her neck. And she had an albatross she around had her neck named Bill. Exactly. Yeah, named Bill Clinton. Your name Bill Clinton. Yes. Just wrapped but, all around and, her and, neck. And everything, everything that Bill Clinton did in his career, Hillary Clinton was blamed for it. Even though she was it's not the president, she was it's she was blamed. Right. <laughs> and, and, and then and then not only that. Okay, now we're asking about the mothers were. Okay, the see. You can only be used if you allow somebody to use you. I'm not going to allow anybody to use or misuse me. And so, see, what some people may look at as being used or misused, that person who they're talking about may not look at it in that direction. I don't know. I'm just saying that the only way that you can be used is that you allow somebody to use you. You you, you, you might be a wizard, ain't you? 
Just keep on using me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> there you go. No, you can't. You can't use me unless I I allow you to use me. That I put it to you, you like that. that. No, that's not happening. Okay, uh, no, 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 no. Too too wise yeah. to let that happen. So uh-huh. that's and, 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 and as far as what you're saying, really quickly, we always need we always need the men. We always need the men right there because guess what? Mm-hmm. Women don't want to be out there all by. They want to have the gentleman right beside them, working with them. That's why God said he gave uh, men a helpmate, right? Because he right. knew that you needed help. And so you can't, once you, you can't turn away from that help because he's already put it out there that that's what you need. So don't turn no, your back the on women. the woman. Don't think- not, I want to be clear. It's not the women okay. I'm addressing. I'm addressing no, I know you're not. I'm just a system that's going to be done. Oh, oh, like, oh, I, I look at these oh, commercials. I, right, I, I, these commercials. I mean, look at the commercials that's going on right now. They do a lot of stuff through commercials. And you go look at some of these commercials that they got mm-hmm. that, out there now. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. see it. Look here. I mean, you see a sister in the bed with everybody. <laughs> it could be a simple brother. Something. <laughs> and then they do show your brother. Then they do show your brother. They kissing. Right, right. Okay, no worries. All right, listen, this has been great. We have enjoyed enjoyed the show tonight we thank everybody for coming in we always uh thank uh, miss natasha and miss yolanda for jumping in and and having comments and we thank the questions for coming in uh tonight so it's 10:01, and so do you know where your children are well i hope they're <laughs> safe and in bed away from the wilds of the world so thank you so much for listening come right back here with us again next week on marvelous monday And we look forward to, once again, the Zoom is going to take place a week from tomorrow uh, here in Tyler, Texas. Uh, The Zoom, you'll be able to tune in to the Black Lives Matter town hall meeting on Zoom. We'll send that out, uh, put that on our website. We'll put it on Facebook and all of our social media so that you can tune in and listen to what I call protesting to power. What next? and see what the young folk have to say. Thank you, Mr. Arthur. God bless you. All right, thank see you. See you next night. week. All right, bye now. Okay. And Ms. Rihanna, we turn it over to you. Good night, Ms. Rihanna. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, the spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. 
When it go down, we woman and man up. They say stay down, and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop, and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be Of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, 